right, all right, all right. What's up? What's up? Just going live. If you can hear me, make sure we can be here. Okay, okay, okay. Going live, going live. All right, folks. What's up? What's up? What's up? As you come in, let's bring, let's bring everything in. Uh, let me put this on. All right, so we're going live on quite a few. First time doing this, so bear with me for any uh, technical difficulties. Checking connection, going live on IG. All right, guys, I got my mask on. All right, as you come in, let's give you some time to come in. Uh, got the live Q&A with me. Give me a thumbs up, a comment so I know that you're watching. I know that everything is going well. Okay, what's up, what's up, what's up? All right, so we're going to start this live in a bit. I have the questions. If you wrote your questions into the live Q&A, I wrote them down, old school style, status. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate you. And we're going to go live in a, uh, and answer these. So as you come in, today's more of a lax Q&A. It's not so much, I don't have so much adrenaline pumping. I have, uh, I didn't drink too much coffee. Usually when I drink, when, usually when I do these live Q&As, I'm on some coffee. I'm on some stuff that gets me a little excited. Um, so let me just tag some people. So we can see that we're going live and this will be the live Q&A. So I want you to tell me if you guys enjoy the live Q&As uh, so we can continue with doing so. Let's go. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. My brother's here. Okay. All right. So let me just tag some people. Oh, no, no pause. No pause. No pause. Okay. So. So we're going to start exactly at three minutes. I just want to add some of my uh, my groups. So, guys, I want to give you guys a quick story. I was watching uh, Kevin Hart's stand-up last night. I was watching Kevin Hart's stand-up last night, and uh, <laughs> it was stupid. Uh, that guy's a clown. Um, he was talking about... You know, his life, he got the, so God bless him, he got the, he had the virus, but he got through it. But he used to talk about his life, how he is just enjoying himself, uh, just saying how he feels and, and just talking a lot. And he always gets me about like relationship jokes because I find those things to be 100% true. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just funny. Uh, I enjoyed it. So <laughs> if you didn't see the Kevin Hart, I think it's no F's given, go check it out. Um, it gave me some joy. And last night I was on my group. I was talking about how to stay positive during the pandemic, during a pandemic. Um, and you're going to learn about some of the mistakes I've made, some of the mistakes that I made the first time around. Um, one of them were not handling my stress levels too well. So just focusing on the drinking, the excessive eating, excessive whatever. And that's how I gained like 16 pounds. I had to go on a mini Hassania cut. You guys followed it. You know what we were going through. So that's always good. So as you come in, guys, give me a thumbs up. We're going to start now. So, guys, welcome to the Hassani Live Live Q&A. Thank you so much for coming. I'm excited. Let's dive into these questions. So I posted on my Facebook story, Instagram story, and all this stuff, some questions that people had about losing weight and all that stuff. So here's a brief history of why I'm going to give you what makes me qualify 
to help you lose the weight or why you should listen to me. Number one, okay, I was a head coach at a former boot camp, training over 200 to 300 people, um, you know, through the through the calendar year, showing them how to lose up to 20 pounds, keep them off all in 30 minutes, showing busy, showed busy parents how to uh, get healthier, get stronger, lose the weight, feel more rejuvenated in their life, be better, you know, step up to be the leaders that they want to be. And that's basically why I created the Haas program. So if you want to learn more about the Haas program, let me know. But that's the gist of it. So as a head coach, recently published author, fitness author, uh, have a blog, have a YouTube channel. Um, so I've been doing this for about seven years. So you can see all my, like all the advice, all the testimonials at my site, www.hasanya.com. Um, and you'll see all of that as you come in, give me a thumbs up. So that's why I'm qualified to help you. Head coach, over 300, tracked over 300 people I helped. Fitness published, published in fitness. Uh, have a blog, have a YouTube, have a podcast. So plenty of stuff that you can see and get from. So let's get into these questions. If you have any questions, feel free to drop them below. And if you don't know, I, I love lasagna and I show people how to eat carbohydrates and still lose the weight, lose the fat without restrictive diets. That's a punchline of what I do. First question, all right? So from Stephanie Penny, I believe, she asked, basically, she hit a weight loss plateau. She lost 25 pounds with ease, super easy, and now she's at a plateau. What to do now? So Steph, I'm answering your question. I'm actually going to tag her in the, if I can, the comments, Steph Penny. Let me make sure I can. Oh, can't. Of course I can't tag. All right, so Steph, this is what I think. And if you've ever experienced a weight loss plateau, let me let me know in the comment section if you experienced some a weight loss plateau. So I know I'm helping you out, talking to you directly. So this is what happens when people start to work out, right? So say you haven't worked out in a long time, you you want to lose 30 pounds, 40 pounds. You haven't worked out in say two year, you know, a year, a year or two, whatever the case is. The second you start working out, your body's now responding to these workouts. So that means you're dropping weight fast. That means that 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 everything seems like it's going to, you're going to be losing more than a pound a week if you're tracking the weight, right? You're going to be feeling super energetic. You're going to be super just motivated because these results are coming so fast, right? And that's what gets people motivated. So when you first work out and you got weight to lose, you're going to be dropping weight you know, two, maybe two to three pounds, four or five pounds a week, right? Maybe two, three, four, five pounds a week. And then all of a sudden, right, your body just, you think your body has hit a plateau. So what to do? If you don't know what a plateau is, a plateau means you basically stop making results. You stop getting results after a long period of time. And this kind of makes, this kind of makes people go back inside their head. Like it makes go inside your head. Like, am I doing something wrong? Do I need to work out longer? Do I need to fast longer? Do I need to stop eating certain foods? So this is exactly what happens with a plateau. So a plateau, your body is now adjusted to whatever you were doing at the beginning. So we call those like, uh, not like the fool's gold in weight loss, which means you kind of get used to, you kind of got spoiled. You're expecting your expectation is you're going to lose three pounds every week you work out until you get your goal weight because you started like that for three weeks. But that's not how it is. Like human beings, your body is adapted. So now you're not going to be, you can't do those same workouts that you were doing to make you lose weight 
when you first started doing them, you have to do some workouts that are more challenging. You have to push yourself and challenge yourself more um, to get a better result because now your your body has changed, your mindset has changed. A lot of stuff has changed since three weeks ago, you know, especially at a rapid rate. Um, also, I do want to point out that maintenance is a result. Like maintenance is like a great uh, result you can also measure as well because. If you lose the weight and keep it off, that's also a great way to tell you that you're consistent, you're disciplined, you're doing the right thing. Some things need to change, but maintenance needs to get a little more uh, recognition because it's hard to lose weight, but it's harder to keep it off, right? It's harder to do these things because life, you know, life's, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, global again. So like going back to like, with the old habits that gain the weight, keeping those away, that's like a great accomplishment as well. So here's how you can break through a plateau. Number one, so here's the action steps. Number one, recognize that you had an accomplishment for maintaining the weight. That's number one. Number two, you got to figure out, track. like, I don't know what you're doing. Are you tracking your food? So number one, are you tracking everything you eat? Like writing it down, pen and paper, right? Like writing it down. Because what happens is, you could be eating more calories in between meals, like snacks or whatever cases, and not even realizing it. You could be drinking on calories, so, a la Starbucks, a la Dunkin' Donuts, right? All this stuff adds up. These calories adds up. Uh, you need to figure out what you're eating in between meals, or maybe you're not eating enough. That's a whole nother concept. But it comes down to record keeping. One, tracking what you eat. You know, the times you eat, focusing on that. If you're wearing yourself, are you wearing yourself every day at the same time? This is stuff that's important, right? Number two, when you work out, how are you making the workouts more challenging for you to make sure that you're improving yourself? So are the workouts getting, so are you resting? So here's a great way to do this. Number two, are you cutting down your rest in between your sets? Are you cutting down, are you lifting heavier weights? Are you improving your running time? Are you doing anything to make your workouts harder? And that's how, those are some simple ways to make your workouts harder, cutting down your rest adding some supersets, which is basically adding exercises with doing two exercises without any rest, a squat, jumping jacks, right? That's two quick exercises I can think of, um, or a push-up and maybe a band pull or a pull-up. Those are two exercises that I can think of that would help you a lot. Um, so supersets, uh, you know, are you, you got to figure out, you can mix it up. Like you could do boxing, you do jump, uh, whatever the case is, but you have to consistently assess your fitness workouts, your fitness abilities to make sure that you're actually getting better. A lot of people just work out to work out and have no idea what they did weeks ago, right? And then you're like, I'm at a plateau. But if one of the things my program does is we focus on your performance. So if you say you're not at a, if you say you're at a weight loss plateau, right? See, Betty? And you're squatting more, you're rowing more, you're doing more push-ups. That itself shows you that you're getting stronger. So you're going to get some results. But if you're not tracking down what you're doing in the weight room, then it doesn't really matter. It's going to be hard to kind of go off that. You're just going to go off weight. And now you think you're at a plateau. And even if you're at a plateau, it's like, how do you weigh yourself? Do you weigh yourself the same time every day? Do you weigh yourself on an empty bladder? Do you like how are you doing this? Because I found a lot of people don't even weigh themselves consistently. One day they'll weigh themselves at 6 a.m., next day they'll weigh themselves at noon. 
they know weigh themselves after a bad day of eating, right? So all this stuff matters because uh, it will determine your weight, it will determine your energy level, it will determine your performance in the gym. So figure out, record everything, what you're eating in between meals and at meals. Record your workouts. Then finally, like focus on your stress levels. Do you have a morning routine that attacks your stress levels? Because stress levels will add weight to your midline, like your midsection, especially for women. Another thing I have to say, if you're a woman and you're struggling with a weight loss plateau, is you want to make sure that if it's your time of the month, you want to make sure of that. If you're weighing yourself at a certain time of the month, I believe the last two weeks, you're going to be heavier than you would two weeks prior. And for the most part, I found most women weigh themselves when they're, you know, in that part of their cycle, it makes them heavier. So now they're stressed, they're having these cravings, and they're thinking that they need to do this unreasonable fast and uh, diets and, 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 and detoxes and nonsense like that. It doesn't work. So those are your three action steps I would focus on. Record keep, you know, focus on your workouts, focus on when you're weighing yourself and meditate. Um, you can use Headspace as a 10 minute, it's a free app for 10 minutes or something like that, whatever. Okay. So Steph, I hope that helped. Question number one answered. Let's move along to question number two. And if this is helpful, let me know in the comments, guys. Let me know this is helpful for you guys. Uh, so question number two. One lady just wrote, <laughs> being sick. Um, yeah, being sick sucks, especially when you're trying to get in shape, lose the weight, or whatever. Yeah, it sucks. So first off, obviously, if you're sick, stay home, right? If you're sick, stay home because uh, we're in a pandemic. So just want to put that out there. Number two, being sick. Also, this is a few things. All right, so this might sound weird. So this is a little abnormal advice. I found that when people watch the news too much, like, so when I watch the news, I gave this to my group last night. When you watch the news too much and they're talking about all these sicknesses and high rates of this, you know, and the beginning of COVID is like a headache or a snuffy nose, you may really start to think to yourself, like, oh my God, do I have a stuffy nose? And then you can actually start to think yourself into symptoms like headaches, bugs, like all this stuff. And sometimes it's just, what you're consuming can make you sick is what I'm trying to say. The power of the mind. So if you find yourself feeling under the weather after you watch the news, because you may have thought yourself into some kind of, I don't know, like sickness, potential sickness or symptoms, stop watching the news to start, right? Um, number two, right? So load up on the zinc. Zinc is a great way, the multivitamin, zinc is a great way to build your immune system, right? Zinc, uh, elderberry, you could take that all, you could take all this in the morning, hydrate yourself, de-stress, wash your hands, but start drinking the, the multivitamins, the zincs, elderberries, the vitamin C, vitamin D, you know, getting some sunlight, de-stressing, etc. These are some preventive measures to get sick. If you're already sick, uh, you know, start talking to your doctor and getting some stuff like that. So focus on those things I said, and then, you know, consult with your local doctor or something like that. If you're already sick, right? Go get testing, do all that good stuff. Um, I personally got tested uh, Wednesday, Monday. So you know how it goes. I was feeling the same way. So I'm giving you my own advice. In the meantime, I'm drinking water, hydrating, all that good stuff, right? So another one. Oh, thank you for your question, by the way. Thanks for the question. 
All right, so thank you for the question. The next one, another one, guys. Oh, I don't know if I can see the comments. I can't see the comments. Okay, so here's another question. Basically, staying consistent with workouts because you're over snacking, right? You're snacking too much. This is a tough question. All right, this is a tough question. Usually, coaches will give you some kind of strategy, like, oh, focus on small containers, focus on portion control. I think that's great advice. But here's what I've noticed, or here's what I've found people are doing when they can't stop snacking. They're excessively eating, binge snacking, right? And they're focusing with they're focusing, they can't be consistent. Um, number one, it's called stress. Okay. It's called stress. If you're stressed, if you're stressed, there's this thing called willpower that decreases. Okay. As your willpower decreases, you can't stop snacking. Right, you can't stop snacking as your willpower decreases. You can't stop snacking. So if you're struggling with excessive snacking and you're not consistent, I'm telling you, I found the number one thing is because you're stressed. The higher your stress power, the higher your stress levels are, the lower your willpower will become. And when it's going like stress high, willpower low, now we can't stop snacking because we have no willpower to stop the snacking. And the only thing that makes us, the only thing that make you feel better when you're snacking, I'm sorry, when you're stressed, are the snacks, right? The cookies, the uh, the chips, the soda, the beer, the good stuff, right? That you know is going to put you further away from your health goal. So, like I said, general fitness advice would be to focus on your portion control. But since I don't like to give general advice, I'm telling you, I know mentally what you're going through because when I was Dealing with the first wave of Corona, I was so stressed, my willpower was shot. Okay, I thought I had Corona every single day, and I was super stressed. And as a result, I was snacking every day excessively. I probably wasn't even eating regular food. I was eating nothing but I had rolls. I was eating chocolate chip cookies by the day, man, like rolls of it. Cookies, popcorn, soda, ginger ale. I had a 30-pack of ginger ale, Sprite, whatever. It made me feel much better, but it, it made me gain a lot of weight. That goes back to the plateau question. I was drinking on like six pounds, like, you know, drinking on. I was drinking so much coffee, so much Sprite, so much beer, wine every night, watching the news, or whatever, you know. I was doing all that. And it gave, it gave me weight because I was stressed. I wasn't dealing with my internal stressors. So the way you need to be more consistent is this is what you're going to do. Action step time. You're going to print a blank calendar, 30 days in a blank calendar, right? This is not a calendar, but it should look like this. If you see it on YouTube, you should see this, right? calendar. You're going to put day one, day two, day three, so on. It's going to say till day 30, okay? Day 30. This would be a calendar. This is for consistency part. Every time you work out, meditate, and do something for yourself, you're going to give yourself a check, right? You see that check? You see that check? That check means you did the right thing for yourself. Every day you did it, and I stole this from Jordan Syak. Just stole this from Jordan Syak, so I got to give him credit for it. Every day you do not do something for yourself, you're going to put an X, like a red, red X. That means you did not do for yourself. For 30 days, you got to find out something you can do that fits your lifestyle 
walking, meditating, drinking, water, reading, walking the dog. And you're going to put a check. You need 30 checks in a row, but it has to be sustainable. It should not be workout two hours a day. It should not be fast for 16 hours a day if you've never fasted before because fasting doesn't work when you're stressed. I'm telling you from my experience. Then at the end of the month, when you get 30 checks, you're now consistent. Now you're going to do that again for another 30 days. Or if you want to take a three-day break, fine. But you're proving to yourself you're consistent, right? Now, every time you don't, you're going to put an X. If you have more Xs than checks, then you are doing something wrong. And it's your job to fix that, make it sustainable. That's how you deal with the consistency. You have an actual tangible plan on how to deal with uh, inconsistency calendar. All right. Then we talk consistency. Oh, that's the workout part. We talked about the snacking. The meditating is going to improve your willpower. So once again, meditate for 30 days and make the snacks. Throw away your snacks now. I want you to grab a plastic garbage bag. Pause this live video. If you're listening and trying to look at the snacking, go grab a black garbage bag. Go inside your snack cabinet. All the cookies, all the Doritos, all this stuff. Throw them away right now. If you can't do it, call a friend or whatever and throw it away. Get it out of your sight. Get it out of your mind. It's going to force you to find other stuff to do. Okay. You can also set a timer, 30 minutes, 30, uh, 30 minutes, and just do something else to distract your mind and see if you really still want it. That's what you deal with that, right? Consistency. That also deals with the craving. So Demisha asked me about consistency about and craving. So Demisha, we just gave the answer to the consistency. I don't want to be repetitive. You know, I like repetition. But cravings, the more you, and for women, it's also a hormonal thing. So the more you're stressed, listen, stress people, the more you're stressed, the, the more you're going to start to crave that bad, high sugary snacks, foods, process that make you gain weight. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a snack here and there. Let me tell you. All right, let me tell you. I think that's a great thing. But the more stressed you are, the more that willpower decreases. The more you're gonna have these cravings. For women, it can also be hormonal if that's if it's that time of the month. I can't t- help you with that because I'm not an endocrinologist. Right? So that's what that is. So here's how you deal with the cravings. We talked about throwing them away, but you need to meditate. You need to increase the willpower. You need to focus on positivity. That's one of the major things we're gonna do to get through this pandemic, right? One of the major things we'll get through this pandemic is focusing on like positivity. So if you're one of those people with that pessimistic mindset, like you're focusing on the hot, the mortality rate, you're focusing on the shutdowns, you're focusing on that control, stuff, staying with self. Oh, I got my girlfriend there, trying to stop. Won't be what's up, right? If you're focusing on the shit you can't control, what Cuomo's going to do, right? Because we have no idea what this guy's going to do. You're focusing on, you know, all the stuff you can't control. You're going to feel very that's not the best thing to do going into a potential second wave because that's what we're in, right? So the best way you're going to focus on improving your mindset is you're going to focus on what you can control, your attitude, you take, what you listen to. Like, how do you start your mornings? You, if you start your mornings, and let me know, if you start your mornings with responding to 10 emails at 6 a.m., just looking, if you roll over the phone and you just wake up your Instagram email, you're already off to a bad day. Why? Because you're probably going to hear some BS from social media. You're probably going to hear some BS from Cuomo. Hear some BS from whatever the case is. So now you're starting your day off with BS. This already, the day just started. Now you have to go into meetings. You have to go dealing with children, dealing with girls, or whatever, you know, whatever you do. You know, spouses, whatever, you know what I mean, right? 
Now it's just like now you already have a bad attitude. So when you walk out in the morning and somebody takes your parking space, you're like, oh, I knew this was gonna happen. Now what we call is called reactive mindset. That's being reactive. Now you're just jumping into the majority of people in this world being super negative, being super reactive, and now you're just a part of that army. I'm inviting you to be a part of a different kind of army, especially in my in my clients. You know, how can we, what's the best thing that can happen to me today? Why is today a good thing? What's three things I'm going to do today that's going to help me, you know, help somebody? Go do an act of kindness. Do something like that that's going to help people, you know, help people make you feel good. Do shit you can control. How are you going to control your attitude? Like this pandemic stuff is serious. And negativity, if you're going to be negative, you're going to be more stressed. You're going to have more cravings to drink the sugar, the processed food, because it's going to make you feel good for a minute. Five minutes later, you're going to feel terrible, right? So you got to focus on what you're taking in between your ears, man, and young lady. All right? So I hope that answered it. What's up, bro? What's up, man? What's up, man? What's up, bro? Nah, man, just doing the same old thing. I'm glad you guys are doing well. All right, now we're moving on to motivation. We got a question about motivation. One of my former clients, she asked me about motivation. So let's dig into that now. So I was recently quoting an article on the human window about motivation on how to stay motivated. So if you want to see the article, let me know. I will um, shoot it over. And this is exactly what I said for the interview in this article. So it's very actionable and something you can do now, right? So to be frank, I don't believe in motivation, right? I don't believe in motivation. When clients hire me and they say, oh, I have no motivation. I don't believe that people don't have motivation because I can't motivate you to do the right thing, eat the right foods, do the workouts and show for yourself, right? I believe people have an extreme thing, an extreme problem with self-belief. People are not encouraged. People are not dealing with uh, positivity. They're dealing with more negativity. They're believing and they're focusing on their past failures, right? And this brings them down. This makes them very, makes them very pessimistic. When you're in that state, motivation is literally so far away. And you think it's motivation. It's not. It's a lack of, like, like you said, self like I said, self-belief, right? So here is one thing or two things I said to the article in the human window. <laughs> I can remember what I said. Um, here's one strategy I use for them, right? So you're going to read and record yourself coaching yourself, right? So here would here's what it looked like. Imagine this is an iPhone or hopefully it's an iPhone, not a Galaxy. <laughs> so you're going to say, hey, listen, this is what I said to myself. Hey, listen, house, it's 3.30 in the morning, 3.45 Hey, I know you want to go back to sleep, but you said you were going to. You said that you're going to build this business and help many people by 2022, ideally a thousand. You know, you're going to feel so much better when you get up. You'll sleep later in the day. You're going to eat right. You're going to work out even though you don't want to. Even though it's cold outside, you're going to stop the bullshit. You're going to overcome the self-sabotaging success that you have or, you know, listen to what other people think. You're going to move. Get up out of bed. You're going to move and be the person you need to be. Get your ass up. Right. You can do this. That's like me motivating myself to do my own, like get to my own BS because like everybody deals with BS, their own BS. If, if they say they don't, I don't believe them, right? Um, I think they're lying. So for your motivation is you need to coach yourself sometimes, right? You need to get or hire a coach who believes in you so that you believe in yourself. I believe in all my clients, especially if I work with them. I believe that they're going to get through their bullshit to become healthier, stronger, all that stuff. And then when, I, when they see that I believe in them, they start to believe in themselves and then they start to act very differently. So that's what I think you need. You need to get somebody who believes in you and then you need to learn how to dig deep for internal motivation because if you're going to say you're going to hire somebody to get you up out of bed in the morning, 
and not eat right, that's a joke, right? Because you can only, this is you versus you. You can only, like, nobody can force you to not do what you really want to do, right? It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like, you're dealing with yourself all day. And you have to build a stronger self to defeat that lower self to be superiorly motivated to get these results. That's what it's about. And that's why people hire me is because not only do I write decent workouts, I'd say, or give people results, it's like I also elevate that self-belief. I elevate that 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 self-confidence that you can go in this world and deal with the BS. The BS, you know, stop, slap away the Starbucks every day, slap away all the processed food, slap away all of that to get stronger and healthier. That's the whole point, man. That's motivation. I'll shoot over the interview with the window. So if you're not motivated, you need to ask yourself why. Who are you hanging around? What are you watching? What are you doing? And do you believe you can do it? I just gave you the steps. Okay. So uh that's next. So somebody wrote me on <laughs> somebody wrote me on Instagram and they said, having sex every day. I don't really know what to say to that. Uh, what about having sex every day? Do you like? Do you want exercises to help you have sex every day? Or are you like? Do you? They just wrote having sex every day. It was it. It was no. How do you have sex every day? Because I don't. The way you have sex every day is like go to your girl up and you know just fucking keep it spicy. And I don't know. I don't know how to have sex like. What do you? I'm just gonna leave that question alone, all right? I'm just gonna leave that question alone. I don't, I don't, I don't have the answer to that. I don't have the answer to that question, okay? <laughs> don't have the answer to that question. I'm very sorry. Um, all right, so hold on. We're not done. I gotta stop the podcast. All right, so if you listen to the podcast, uh, thank you for listening. We're done in 10 seconds. Like, subscribe, comment, share with a friend. So if you're struggling with time for yourself, bury yourself in a morning routine. Here is a simple morning routine: hydrate, meditate. Write daily gratitude, workout. Hydrate, meditate, write daily workout, work, I'm sorry, daily gratitude and a workout. So let's just dig, let's break that down for a minute. Uh, meditate, 10 minutes, decreases the stress, improves your willpower, gets you mentally ready for the day, number one. So we gotta have mental warriors, we gotta have this mindset to get us through the bullshit. Because if you don't have a mental weak mindset, unfortunately, a lot of people, during the first period of the pandemic, you know, suicides like were high, depression, loneliness, uh, just feeling lost and alone. Like this is the stuff that people don't talk about, right? Like my company is bigger than just giving people good workouts. It's so much more than that. It's about getting people the lifestyle they need to deal with anything that life throws at them, right? Like me personally, like I dealt with a lot in my life. Right. Like dad died at when I was 10 of kidney failure, you know, so dealing with that, you know, dealing with, you know, um, moving along. Like I had a, I had when I was in my peak physical, uh, I guess, condition and shape. And, I, and this is what I thought when I was wrestling um, for, you know, 13, 14, I was like 8 percent body fat, had a 14 pack, you know, all this stuff. But I got hurt. I had a back injury and a doctor said, yo, listen, he looked at me dead in the eye. Like imagine a doctor looking at me dead in the eye and telling you, yo, you're never going to play another sport again. You're lucky you're not paralyzed. And, and as an eighth grader, like your physical career, your athletics are done. You're going to get hurt. And if you get hurt again, you're going to be paralyzed, right? 
Then he just walked out like old doctors do. I'm not, I shouldn't say that. I apologize. There's some really good doctors out there. Just kind of got ahead of myself. There are really good doctors out there. But this doctor, I don't think he handled it the right way. So I was crushed, you know. So I had to figure out, and I was in bed rest for like eight months. I missed half my senior year in high school because I was in, I had so much pain in my back, I couldn't walk, right? Um, and that gave me a different outlook on fitness. Like I realized that fitness is much bigger than abs and, and look like, you know, whatever. It's just like, when you get down at your lowest point, what are you going to rely on? Your abs aren't going to help you. The freaking bench press isn't going to help you, right? Um, it's your mindset. It's going to be your mindset that's going to push you, pull you out of the, if that's going to pull you out of uh, whatever mental hole you're in because it's you versus you there, right? When you're at your lowest. And Kevin Hart was talking about this yesterday. I was talking about how I was watching this a lot. This uh, thing is special. It's you versus you, man. You versus you. And you need, to, you need to be prepared for that. So that's why I think mindset is important. So it needs to be your daily routine. So daily routine for if you're, if you're working, you're going to have time for yourself. So here's the daily routine. That's why mindset is important. I went on a tangent. I'm sorry. So meditate. Hydrate. If you're not hydrated, your energy level is going to be low. Your metabolism is literally going to slow down. You're going to have terrible, like, digestive issues, you know? Being obviously, and that's real graphic, but, like, if you have digestive issues, you're going to be bloated. Uh, you're going to hold on to food longer. It's just a sad deal. Drink water. Hydrate, right? Drink that first thing in the morning. Flush all those toxins out. So immensely, well, mentally detoxing or physically detoxing with the water, right? Um, write gratitude. Write what are you grateful for? There's something you're grateful for. And what this does is this subconsciously trains your mind to look at the good things in your life. So if Cuomo shuts things down again, or whatever the case is, or if your school shuts things down, or somebody next to you had a positive test, you know, of the COVID, you're going to say, you know what, this sucks, but I have teeth today, right? It sounds so stupid, but it works. I have teeth. I can smile. I can say hello to my friends on Facebook. I can do a live, I can record a podcast, I can write a blog. Like these little things tell your mind what's really good about the day, as opposed to saying what's really bad. And you get to pick. Write 25 things grateful for. I have a dog. Hey, Betty. She's right there. I don't know if you guys can see her. Hey, Betty. Betty. All right. Well, she's ignoring me. She good. She listened to the podcast or YouTube. Betty's on. Betty's there. Like, that's what I'm grateful for. You know, I have a house, roof over my head. I have food to eat. I have friends and shit. Now my brain's already trying to think of the good stuff. So if Cuomo comes on the news and he goes, you can only have 10 people at the house at Thanksgiving, you're going to be like, well, at least I have 10 people to invite. Do you see how that works? Do you see that shift? Oh, at least I have 10 people to invite from my, to my house. You know? At least I have a house to invite people to, if I do. At least I have a phone to call people. Do you see how these little things can make you feel so happy and so like positive about like life, your life. And that's what people don't understand. And I don't want to get upset, but sometimes I get heated about that. I hate pessimism. I hate people who are so, I hate people's mindsets. I don't hate people. I hate the mindset of people who focus on the negative and then focus on the positive after. Like, why would you bury me in negativity and say, oh, well, I guess it works. Why would I? I don't want to go on a brand. Right. Sometimes I have. Hydrate, meditate, write gratitude, and of course, work out. So, first, busy person who cannot find time for themselves, 
because they're buried at work and have no consistency with their workouts. That's what you're doing. It's your morning routine. Last part of his workout. Now, here's before you get all type it, you know, before you get all type A or me, it's asking about what workouts you should do. Keep it very simple so that you can do it for a consistent amount of time. Number one, you can just walk 30 minutes a day. You can just walk. You can do yoga. You can do a live boot camp class, live Zumba class, live something, right? It doesn't have to be so like, ah, uh, like I deal. So I have a lot of client, I have a lot of clients who are accountants and stuff like that. So they're very numbers based. So the numbers have to make sense. In fitness, what you will soon understand is that the numbers don't matter as much as you think. They are important, but consistency is important over your set reps, set numbers, and set times to work out. I'll give you the perfect example before I move along to the next question. Right? Oh, there are no more questions. The last one. I'll give you a perfect example of why consistency is the number one thing you need to focus on if you can't work out consistently or work out at all. You can have the perfect workout plan. Stein, Felix, what's up? You can have the perfect workout plan, right? But if you cannot do this perfect workout plan for 60 days, you're not going to get the results. So it doesn't matter what workout plan you have. Upper body, lower body, lower body is an upper body, crossfit, which I don't even want to go into. So whatever. If you can't do it consistently, you will not get any results, period. That's just a fact. And a lot of my clients ask me, how many sets, how many reps, how long should I work out? And I ignore those questions. I say, show me your consistency calendar. Have I seen you for 30 days at a workout? Because if I have not, I don't even want to entertain this question of how many sets and how many reps. Because then you think that if you do 15 reps, of a certain exercise, you're going to get the results. And that would be, that's because I didn't explain to you the whole like situation, the whole concept here, man. I think that sets and reps do matter. I don't want you, don't want you to think they don't. But consistency is the number one thing, right? If you're not consistent, I don't care how many sets and reps you do. So if you're inconsistent, don't focus on the sets and reps. Focus on being consistent. That's the simplest way I could put it, man. And then we'll talk maybe tomorrow about sets and reps. Or I just, I think I did a podcast, uh, a video about that. But yeah, that's it, man. All right, so we're wrapping up the live Q&A today. Um, if this was very helpful, and I appreciate everybody who's jumped in the live on all mediums, I appreciate it. Um, this is what we can do. So once again, thank you for, I need you to like, tag, comment if this was helpful. And this is a more lax form of content for me because like, you know, I just enjoy talking to people, to you. Um, Stan, I appreciate that, my brother. Thank you for joining. I miss you, man. Hope all is well. Congrats on the, um, new edition. Um, so if this was helpful, you know, like, comment, subscribe, uh, tag a friend or whatever. But you can find more about me at www.hasania.com. And like this, where it's basically, this is what my company does. It's very simple, right? Show people how to lose fat and lose weight without restrictive diets. So if you're one of those people that are like, I like carbohydrates, but I want to lose weight, cool. You know, I love lasagna, so we might be a match. But it's not for people who don't want to be held accountable. It's not for people who, who, who want to try the next fat diets because it's terrible. For me, I can't work with people like that. There's other people out there. So. 
Yeah. But I have plenty of blogs out there. Plenty of getting back to my YouTube stuff. So give it a give it a like, give it a comment. Um, I appreciate the support, guys. That's gonna wrap it up. You guys have a great day. Stay positive. Uh and go from there. All right. Peace. Um, all right. So Facebook, I appreciate it. Appreciate the love. We'll put the www.hassani.com. If you have any more questions, shoot me a shoot me a message. Figure it out. Um, have a good one. Talk soon. Peace. All right. So on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. You guys are fantastic. That was part two. Make sure you see part one. I went on a crazy rant, but whatever. <laughs> www.hassani.com. Tag and please tell a friend if this was helpful.